Hello, good morning. I'd like to share with you today from Psalm 27 several verses. The Lord is my light and he saves me. Why should I fear anyone? The Lord is my place of safety. Why should I be afraid? I am asking the Lord for only one thing. Here is what I want. I want to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I want to look at the beauty of the Lord. I want to worship him in his temple. My heart says, seek him. Lord, I will seek you. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and don't lose hope. Wait for the Lord. And I'd like to share with you also from the Gospel for today, Luke chapter 13, verse 34. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Amen. For believers, these are beautiful, heartening words of comfort and optimism, or at least they should be. Although, do we believe in the content of these words? Because if we believe, we have to admit that it is God himself who speaks to us. If it is God who speaks to us, then we have to begin to relax, breathe in deeper with relief, change our countenance, why not smile, release and change our emotions, our feelings, our mood. If we manage to change our mood, then a whole set of things begins to change in our life from the moment we decide to change it. The same things happens every day when we nourish on every message of the Word of God similar to this psalm. I read from Popular Wisdom a thought that said, all you gotta do is chill out, let go of control and chill out, let it be trust. Yes, we believers should do the same, although based on the safety and protection that comes from God. Second Sunday in Lent. Today we want to talk about how God really wants to protect and care for us. Many times if we don't obtain God's care and protection, it's because we don't want to remain in a fellowship with Him. We desist from His caring because we consciously don't want it. Or because no one taught us that to enjoy the privilege of God's protection, we have to establish a relationship with Him. Lent is especially a time of invitation. As I mentioned to the confirmants a couple of times, no one is forced to believe in God. No one is forced to belong to the Church of Christ or have fellowship with Him through His Church. But if we really want to have God's protection, we must seek fellowship with God. Lent traditionally wants to provide a time of invitation to seek that relationship with God again. Two things are essential to establish that relationship with God. Faith and begin to seek the spiritual food. One day my wife came and she told me that her cousin, a pastor from a different church, told her, that I didn't believe. I got very angry, and I said, but how can he tell me that I don't believe? After speaking for a while, what I interpreted is 
what he meant is that I didn't trust. There is a difference between trusting and believing. When people usually say that they believe in God, they are not necessarily saying that they trust God. And for this, I'd like to exemplify with a real event that happened in Niagara Falls many years ago. Once upon a time, there was a French tightrope walker named Jean Blondin. He was invited to do acrobatics here in North America, and he was asked to balance on a rope stretch from one bank to the other over the Niagara River. Imagine a tightrope walker who has tightened his rope over Niagara Falls, and many people have come to see it. The crowd is elated. He crosses easily. He comes back and asks the people, Do you think I could cross with a small log on my shoulder? Yes, everyone shouted, overjoyed. He crosses and comes back. Everyone applauds. Now he asks the audience, Do you think I can cross with a small wheelbarrow? Yes, everyone responds enthusiastically. So he starts to cross with a small wheelbarrow on the rope. People sweat. He goes back and forth with no problem. And when the tightrope walker returns, he asks them, Do you think I could cross now with this same wheelbarrow with the person inside? Yes, they all shouted. We believe. We believe. Then the tightrope walker asks them again, Are there any volunteers? And there the clamor of the people is vigorously quenched. There were many who believed that the tightrope walker could make such an acrobatic performance, but no one entrusted his life to him. As you can see, dear friends, that's the difference between the superficial belief that we mentioned and the true faith, or between not believing with the heart and trust. Jesus asked us for that kind of faith. That kind of faith is the faith that moves mountains. That kind of faith is what is necessary for God to answer prayers. That is faith with confidence, genuine faith. How do we go about having such a faith? Of course, we have to cultivate it, but the simplest thing is to ask God for it. As that man in the Bible story that said to Jesus, the boy's father, if you remember, exclaimed, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. But above all things, begin to live a life with the firm decision of wanting to trust. That implies discipline. It is something like the technique used, for example, by Alcoholics Anonymous. Every day is a new beginning for them. Every day you have to make a new decision to trust, to start over. It is a throwing oneself into the arms of Jesus, committing ourselves to him, putting God first in our lives, putting worshiping God in the first place of our lives. Why not try it? And so let us try if really God answers us. There are many Christians who don't have such faith. Even if they might say they believe in God, believing in God entails more than lip service. God wants that in this land, those of us who are on this list of those who don't want to get on God's wheelbarrow can begin to change our way of living, that is seeking fellowship with God. It says in the Bible for today, 
in the gospel, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Jesus says to his own people of Israel, to many of his contemporaries, Jesus is saying the same thing to all of us here and now. If we don't have that kind of trust, then we are invited to completely change our lives and start trusting. After praying and telling God, I have decided, starting today, to begin trusting. And one of the best ways to activate that trust is to start acting and living out as if God had already answered our prayers. Anthony Robbins, a motivation coach, says, Begin to live as though your prayers have already been answered. There is something very biblical in this statement. When we begin to trust and leave everything in God's hands, we'll be able to change our mood and our feelings. By changing our emotions, we show that we are trusting God because we are showing confidence with our entire being. And even if we are not in the mood, we must do it. So as we read in Psalm 27 for today, wait for the Lord. Be strong and don't lose hope. Wait for the Lord. If we can really believe, we can have the readiness and the time to start paying more attention to the things of God. We'll like more to fulfill God's commandments, to please Him more because we'll know that He does answer prayers and we'll look for His face, His presence, in prayer and in church. I once heard the person say, When God answers my prayers, I'm going to start going to church. Do you think God will answer him? I don't think so. Not with this attitude. Because God is God, and he deserves to be respected and loved first. It is the other way around, in any case. When we seek God with love and respect, with devotion and trust, with faith, that is when God begins to manifest himself. There are many people who are angry with God, but God is not angry with them. God is waiting for a change on our side so that he can start blessing us as he pleases and we would like. This season of Lent is a special time to renew that relationship with God. Just as the psalm says for today too, my heart says, seek him, Lord, I will seek you. Let's pray, asking God that he may give us the courage to begin to trust, to have that true faith every time we read in the Bible those promises of support and protection that are real and effective for those who believe. This is how simple our daily prayer should be and that God will answer. Lord, I humbly ask you to increase my faith and trust in you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week.